there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. BadSecretMedia.com gamers welcome to the secret levels podcast on this week's episode get ready to smash your tv oh joy good luck you'll need it i'm player one one dollar toby i'd buy that for a dollar <laughs> that's a cheap deal i'm player two snakehead goobs and i slither like this Early Shadows of Jenny Bean should get that reference. This is a retro video game review show where we go over the history, the story, the gameplay, some fun facts, and then what do we do, Goobs? We go right into the rage meter. Like, do you want to get a garden snake and snort it up your nose and pull it out your mouth? Is there a veterinarian in the audience? That's (laughs) That's pretty rageful. That's just disgusting. (laughs) Uh, Yes, we give a 1 to 10 on how pissed off it makes us, and then after that... We give a 1 to 10 rating overall on how good this game is. Do we like it? Do we hate it? Don't we, Goobs? Yes, we definitely do, Toby. And we can only count to 10 because we're simple folks, so that's how high we rate it. Yep, we got. luckily we got enough fingers to do that, so... (laughs) Thankfully, who knows what happens next year. Yep. (laughs) Speaking of year, it's a new year. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year from the Level Boys. From them Leveler Boys. (laughs) Oh, so we're done with our themed months for a little while. We're just going to play rando games. We're going to play it loosey-goosey. We're we're getting all loosey-goosey with you. Goobs, you picked a game for us this episode. Yeah, which I had different memories for, but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) That's right. So, you picked Smash TV, um, which is actually Super Smash TV, but maybe we can talk about that in the details. What do you think? Oh, yes, Toby, let's blast our way right into the deeds. Sound effects. So, again, we did play Super Smash TV. This game was released on arcade as Smash TV in 1990, but all the console ports that were available were released in 1992. That's an interesting spread apart. Yes. So... This game was developed by Williams and published by Williams on the arcade port. Now, it was published by Williams on all the console ports, but they had different publishers. Uh, One was Probe Software for some of the ports, and then we have Beam Software for the other ports. 
We played the Super Nintendo version. Now you're playing with power. Superpower. But this game was also released on the Sega Genesis, the Game Gear, the NES, the Amstrad CPC, the Atari ST, the Commodore 64, the Master System, the ZX Spectrum, and there's one more thing, Goobs. The motherfucking Amiga! (laughs) (laughs) Now, uh, yes, it was on the Amiga, and it was also ported to the PlayStation in 1999 on the Arcade Party Pack. It was also featured on the Midway Arcade Treasures Collection on PS2, GameCube, and Xbox. Shit, that's what I should have played it on. Well, that would have been, I think that would have been the arcade port of it. And then it was available on the Xbox Live Arcade on Xbox 360. Because that's what they do with all the good games. <laughs> but yeah, I think any of these, uh, these like party packs uh, would have been the arcade version rather than one of the console. Okay. Yeah, so. If that's the one I was used to was the arcade version. <clears throat> Right, yeah. Got a rude uh, awakening on this one. <laughs> that's uh, how I felt a little bit, but I had played this on Super Nintendo when I was younger. Not a lot, but I have played it on arcade a handful more times than on console. So, this is a single-player or a two-player co-op game, and this is a multi-directional shooter from overhead, and goobs, there is a story to set this game up. Can't wait to hear it, Toby. It's time for story time with Toby. In the near distant future of 1999, television has started cashing in on the bloodlust of its viewership. Game shows are the top viewed programming, with the new ultimate prize is Destroy or Be Destroyed. The most popular and violent program is now called Smash TV. Two lucky contestants will compete for cash and prizes. If they can survive, that is. Each contestant is armed with an assortment of powerful weapons and sent into closed arenas to take battle. This takes place in front of a live studio audience and it broadcasts all over the world with satellites. You must kill humans, humanoids, and inhumans. Search for cash and prizes, maybe even win a trip to a pleasure room. Are you ready for prime time? The future is now. You are the next lucky contestant. Time to step up to the plate. Remind me of uh, the movie Running Man. Yes. Yes, there is definitely some... uh some running man some robocop uh kind of vibe to it so you're not wrong and i i discovered i had an epiphany while playing this game yeah i was thinking this might be one of the places where i first found my love for roguelikes and like bullet hell shooters <laughs> this, this is this it's is a, like those games random weapons yeah this is a bullet hell for sure holy hell bullet hell so this game should take around two to three hours to beat Speedrun.com has a record set by Burschlup. It's B-R-I-S-U-L-P-H. So I don't know how to say it. Burschlup. I don't know if the P-H is supposed to be an F sound. Burschlup. I don't care. That's what it is now. Burschlup. So this person beat it on normal uh, at 39 minutes and 52 seconds. But that's not all. And this was on normal. Burschlup. Also has the two-player run on normal with Jackamus of 33 minutes and three seconds. So he's got both the normal records. He's got the game under lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, how about we go ahead and jump into the gameplay on this one? Because there's some stuff to talk about. Yeah, let's mutate right into the gameplay. So this game is really unique because I feel like we have to talk about the arcade port before we talk about this game. In the arcade port, the left joystick, because there's two joysticks on this game, the left joystick moves your character around uh, in a square arena, while the right joystick is wherever you push it is where you're going to be shooting the gun. So you can be shooting, man. Yeah. So you can be running left. And and point to the right with your right hand, and it'll shoot that direction. So it's it's kind of a unique um, gameplay. And there's a couple other games that are like it. But we played on the Super Nintendo where there is no two joysticks. No, you got those four buttons, man. <laughs> you got a D-pad and those four fucking buttons. I didn't find it too much of a learning curve, though, to be honest with you. No, um, <clears throat> I found it pretty fluent after like my first couple of rooms. I'm like, okay, you just got to hit B and A to shoot this direction or Y and B to shoot down right or down left. Sorry. Yes. So, uh, the D pad, you still move with the D pad. And like I said, you're every room, you're in a square room uh, for the most part. There's a couple that have like a little block missing that you can't, uh, fight in. But so you use the A, B, X, and Y to, uh, Basically, it correlates to where you're shooting in that direction. Yeah, X is up, A is right, B is down, Y is left. And the combination of all of those combined, get your diagonal shooting off. Yeah. So if if you were to push like X and Y at the same time, which would be up and left, it'll shoot in the up and left directional direct direction. So it's it's a little hard. Like, like at the very beginning, you're like, OK, you have to figure it out. But like you said, you get real comfortable with it. Here's where I made the mistake, Goobs. <laughs> I thought you said that you wanted to play the Sega Genesis version, which I already knew was going to be a pain in the ass because I told there's you. No, I, there's no notes. There's no proof that this ever happened. I don't know. I mean, maybe I made it up. I don't know. <laughs> I just mentioned the game that we didn't really come to the decision until two days ago. <laughs> I know. But, like, I really, for some reason, thought you said the Sega version, which I had to make sure there was a Sega version. And I was like, okay, there is. I was thinking maybe this was like a Young Goobs game or something. So I started playing this fucking game and I was like, how's this going to work with three buttons and four directions? And uh, on the Sega, A shoots in front of you. So, like, if you're running right and you press A, it's going to shoot in front of you. If you're. If you're running to the right and you press the B button, it shoots reverse of the direction that you're running. And then C is like supposed to be a lock button, which I couldn't get that to work. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was like, uh, I just played the Super Nintendo version. You're like, thank fucking God. <laughs> I got through like the first six rooms of the first level, like the first world. And I was just like, fuck. And I was, and I messaged you and I was like, can we like, switch to the super nintendo and you're like no that's the one we're playing i was like oh all right good <laughs> so then then i replayed it and i wasn't as mad so uh yeah <laughs> as you guys know this isn't the first time that we've done this. no no 
I have played completely different games. Toby's played completely different. Oh games. yeah, it's it's yeah, it's just one of those things that happens. We know it happens, and we just at laugh it, about it. At least you found out before. Yeah, so um, I would already right now. I'm going to tell you if you're going to play this game, go for the Super Nintendo version, just because it's got the all four buttons act as a direction for shooting. Why so much you play more it on the six pad. You nope, a difference? It, nope, it doesn't work. Not at oh. all. Yep, I I looked into it. Does not work. Uh, n- n- well, this is cutting into my fun facts. But if you do hook up two controllers, you can use the D pads on both controllers. Oh yeah, because that's fun. <laughs> yeah, so you have to hold the 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 right uh, D pad. Coming over to play games? No, fuck you, man. I'm, I'm using both of these. <laughs> well, apparently, if you have a multi tap, you can have. Oh four. my god, that's just so cumbersome, <laughs> man. And it's the same with the NES and like some of the other ports. You can use two D pads, but you got yeah, it's <laughs> you have to spend an extra two hundred dollars to get all the extra shit, but you can play it right. <laughs> so that's that's going to be your first problems uh, starting off this game is is trying to get the buttons down. Now on the screen you have your player hub, which is in the top left corner for player one, and and then it's in the top right corner for player two. Um. It tells you how many lives you have left in a little square. Underneath that, it shows your score. And uh, once you've picked up a special weapon, it shows how much ammo you have in green. So once you shoot, it shows little red blocks. So you're out of ammo and it goes back to your default machine gun thing. Now, there's quite a few um, special weapons. You want me to go through them real quick? Fuck yeah. So we've got the rapid grenade launcher, which I think this is the one that's kind of got a short range and like shoots right in front of you. Yeah, it just blows out like fucking tons of grenades all over the fucking place. It's just like if it's like an elephant's pissing, it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> then you've got the rapid fire high power grenade launcher. And I think this is the one that like hoops them up in the air so they can like. Oh, and it makes that awesome noise. Yeah, yeah, that terrible Knock. noise you mean. <laughs> yeah, it is such a bad noise, especially if you're like just hammering down on the button and just letting it. the boss. <laughs> yeah, it's really terrible. Uh, then you got the high power missile launcher, which is missiles. I mean, it's just missiles. You have the machine gun firing remote, which I'm not sure which one that one is. That's the one, the little ball. Oh, okay. So if you just have your machine gun, you have an orbital that goes around you and it shoots out an extra shot for you. It's pretty much a double shot. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if you have another weapon and you pick up the orbital, it will shoot out that weapon as well. Yeah. Uh, then you've got your mobile force field, which is kind of a, it just, it, it makes a force field around you and you can kind of run into enemies and it kills them. You've got a speed boost, which makes you run faster. Doesn't and then you last long at all. None of these yeah, last no, long. No, no, especially the, when you're shooting these weapons because you're just hammering down on, on the button and it just, it goes away real quick. Yeah, there's a weapon meter in the top right corner, but or top left, depending on what character you are. But yeah, it goes away really fast. Uh, then you got the uh, discus defense, which I thought this one was cool. The little discs that come around you and like you know what slice they up me of the things, uh, the old things you put on a record player. There's like a weird shape thing. I'll have to find a picture of it, but it remind me of those. I feel like I had one with that last record player that I had, and I I was. I needed a new one, and I couldn't figure out what they were called. But I think I know what you're talking about. Anywho, um, then there's the multi-directional 
photon gun, which is a spread shot. I don't know why it says multi-directional. It's a spread shot. Yeah, it's a spread shot. And then you've got my favorite because there's hordes and fucking hordes of enemies. The clear all bomb. Just fucking. Oh, yeah, you find that little plastic flashlight <laughs> lying on the ground. Just run up on it and as soon as you stick your dick in, annihilation ensues. <laughs> if you pick up a different weapon uh, while you have, like, if you just pick up something, the missile launcher, uh, and then you pick up something else, your missile launcher goes away and you have whatever you picked up. It is what it is. It yeah, just cancels try to it use the most. If you like a weapon, try to use the most out of it before you grab something else. But you only have a limited time to grab the other things as well. Yeah, they disappear really quick. Now, you can also pick up bonus lives and... Uh, there's presents and gold and cash that you'll find for points. Yeah, you can pick up a, a car. <laughs> <laughs> toasters. There's toasters. High, high-end VCRs, televisions. <laughs> Which is funny because at the end of the, each world, uh, it shows you like standing there and it shows you how many like VCRs and, and shit that you Oh, and it makes up. that awesome noise. It sounds like a kettle's going off. <laughs> like, when you, when you get the money near the end, if you got a lot of money, it just, like, starts whistling right in your fucking ear. Yeah. Yeah. It's brutal. So, in this game, there are four main levels. And I when I say levels, I mean the entire world, because you're going to go through, like, it's kind of like a maze of cubes. So, each cube... Or each world, you may have like six or seven cubes that you have to get through to get to the boss. But there's four main levels. And they will take forever because hordes and hordes will just keep... There's one level that took, I, I swear to God, took 20 minutes to do by itself. <laughs> and there's they no rest for the wicked. Yeah, there's no rest for the wicked. It, they just keep fucking coming. As you're playing this game, you can also pick up keys. You want to pick up these keys because they will unlock different directions so you can go to these secret rooms. You can get to the secret room without the keys. Yeah, but uh, I feel... These are for... um, To get to the pleasure dome. The pleasure dome. (laughs) Uh, Well, I I feel like sometimes the keys open up more, like, ways that you can go throughout the... Because uh, at the beginning of the level... It'll show you a map of like where the boss is and like so you can and usually each level has three different directions that you can go in. So that's why I'm saying get to the boss as fast as possible. Just beeline it right towards him. (laughs) Well, that's what you think. But if you beat the game, it tells you that you need to go explore all the rooms and that uh, it's that you need to play it on the hardest difficulty like that. So, yeah, fuck them. (laughs) (laughs) now those secret rooms are just full of presents and money and stuff like that just more points and stuff yeah they're all over the fucking place there's weapons everywhere you normally don't have to fight people just go and grab all your shit the first world leads you to the mutoid man which is like a half tank half mutant with laser eyes Brock Lesnar on a tank (laughs) I would like to say it's Brock Lesnar on steroids, but that's kind of redundant, isn't it? Like, well, when he first comes out, he has, I call him his feet. His feet are two gunners. He has his big giant arms. He's on treads. He's, he's fucking massive. Like, the bosses are pretty big in this game, which is awesome. Yeah. But on the downside of things, <laughs> they take eternity to take apart. Yeah. First, you got to kill each gunner on his feet. 
And then from there, it doesn't matter which side you hit, but you just got to keep smoking them, and your machine gun doesn't do shit to him. No, you have to have the special weapons. And uh, they mostly give you that fucking grenade launcher, not the good one, the one that makes that fucking noise. <laughs> yes, that's that's when it's the worst, is, is when you're fighting the bosses and you're just, yeah, <laughs> it's it's so bad. So you take the two feet down, then the arms come off, and then you basically break him down, his shirt comes off, and he's all exposed bones underneath, then you blow his head off, then his head comes back all of a sudden, and he's shooting laser beams at you with his eyes the whole time, freaking laser beams, <laughs> and, uh... They, they'll he'll get you. He will definitely take a lot of lice off of you. Now, the enemies that you have to face in this first world, I guess we could touch on, are, are just like I don't know if they're supposed to be like prison inmates. That's kind of what I imagine them was prison inmates. Yeah, it was like that, or like uh, just like wasteland people. Yeah, and there's just hordes of them coming at you, with, and with wooden boards. <laughs> and, they, and they, if they get close to you, they just beat your ass. Uh, there are some landmines that you have to dodge and, and watch out for. They're throughout uh, every level, and they get more plentiful as they go. Yes. And that's one-hit kills. This whole game is one-hit kills, so. Yeah, that that sucks. But you do start out with five lives, and you get plenty of continues to start this game off with. Um, Now, there's also the uh, shrapnel guys that walk on the edge of the, the maps. and The nutcrackers. <sighs> They look like nutcrackers because they have white with the two uh, or red with the two white stripes going across. They look like fucking nutcrackers. Let me tell you this, Coobs. That shrapnel's fucking hard to see. When it, oh, when it's, they... uh, the floors are mostly gray throughout this game, if not darker color. And these guys shoot off little tiny specks of gray and they shoot off uh, multiple amounts of them. But they stay on track, but they go across the whole level. So they're hard to see and they will hit you out of nowhere. Yeah, uh, but that's pretty much it for, for round one, the first world. Uh, I can't think of anything else that's... Oh, there's those tank fuckers. Oh, yeah, the tank. And then there's uh, the gunners that come out of the windows on the top. Yep, there are a couple more things. I've tried to forget about them. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you move on to world two. Uh, things start picking up a little bit here. Oh, uh, the fucking laser orbs. Yes, the uh, the blue laser orbs. Oh, man. They shoot out lasers. Those little purple orbs or blue, whatever color you see today. <laughs> the, they'll shoot lasers across the room, and there's multiples of them. And uh, if you hit the laser, you're you're done. But, like, sometimes you need that power-up, so you got to risk it for the biscuit, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, those things are super fucking annoying, especially when they're mixed with other, bo- like other enemies. Yeah. Uh, what what other enemies are in this in the second world? I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. Well, you got those. Uh, you got the buffaloes or the not the buffaloes. The fucking uh, what do they call them? Do they call them buffaloes? I think so. These big burly fuckers that come out. They're like robots. Big thick fuckers, and they'll come out and get you. Is that is that this level? Oh wait, no. This one is the uh, the skinny ones. The the purple, yellow, red, and uh, green. I think that's this level. Yes, the re- red, yellow, and blue ones. Uh, well, these these are the little robots. Yeah, they'll swarm out every door. These multiple colored things, and they're like heat seeking. They will just gang up on you, like, 
if you get caught in the middle of them coming out in waves, you're absolutely after the A. Yeah, and and then more more mines like we were talking about land mines. You get you still get the tanks. You still get a lot of the same bullshit. Yeah, you get the same people coming out. They just add more. Right, and and I feel like uh, and there's, those there's like random things that aren't like anything. There's like lines of shit that comes out. Yeah, they do that on the next level as well. But yeah, you got to fight your way all through this shit to get to the big boss, man. And he is a big boss. Takes up a quarter of the fucking screen. <laughs> he is fucking huge. He's a big green face with uh, armor all around it. His name is Scarface. Scarface. Just a giant floating head, and he's got all these shield things around his body. So you have to you have to hit all these shield things and destroy them before you can really start laying the smack you down have to go on around him. him 360 and take all these things out. Yeah. And I do like his animation when you start, like, whooping his ass, like, when you start hitting him in the eyes and then the mouth and stuff. Like, Yeah, his face starts getting fucked up. Yeah, he starts getting all bloody, and, and uh, it, it's pretty funny. Uh, you keep fighting him until he's just a skeleton, basically, and then... Yeah, like, then he has more armor you gotta break, and then you can finally take him down. And he but shoots... He has a skeleton, he's not so bad, because he's smaller, he's easy to avoid, and then he just shoots, like, lightning bolts out of his eyes, so it's not too hard. Right. I found uh, Mutoid, the first boss, way harder than this one. Yeah, well... They all for, take fucking roughly 10 minutes to beat. Yeah, you're definitely going to need to to be patient with this one. Like, it's not it's not a quick battle at all. And each room is not a quick, like, run-through either. Like, it's, it's pretty brutal. I don't know how those guys beat it so fast. So, then we've got the third round, the third world, whatever you want to call it. This one starts off with a bunch Snake-topia. of tanks. Yeah. This one starts off with a bunch of uh, uh, mines and tanks, and it's got these tree things. Which, they don't do anything in this first level, I don't think. Uh, but they, they eventually do start, like, shooting shit at you. And uh, you get, like, all these little snake-looking things. Are they supposed to be snakes? They are snakes. Everything's a well, snake th- in there's this level. Gr- there's green snakes, but, like, the other ones look like wizards. I thought they were wizards no, at they're, first. they're snake people. <laughs> I thought that was, like, like a, 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 I don't know. <laughs> wizard no, snake men, for sure. Yeah, so the trees are the trees spit out all the little green snakes that just like they, they kind of droves too. But yeah, they and they're easy to avoid. They come out like a, a river, and they, yeah, you can kill them or they just kind of go away. Yeah, they just go straight down the map. It's and you know you just got to avoid again mines. You got the shrapnel fuckers. Uh, you got all the same bullshit that you've been fighting through this entire game. And you got those same uh, heat seeking men, and you got big men coming in too. You got uh more lines of shit coming in they're like kind of just like orbs that are snaking around you that's what i was about to bring up i was about to bring up the little orb snakes which i mean i didn't if you know have a rocket just fire it right down the angle on them it will take the whole fucking thing out yeah uh and then you get to the boss in this one because there's nothing else i mean it's just fucking hordes and hordes of stuff uh you get to the boss who's the boss in this one goops Oh, it's uh, fucking Snakehead or whatever the fuck is my name was when we started the show. <laughs> uh, Cobra Head. Cobra Head. Yeah. yeah, he's uh just two giant fucking snakes sticking out of the ground like a glory <laughs> hole with two dicks in it. <laughs> uh, yeah, they spit like little lightning bolt looking things, uh, and they've got these things that are bouncing all over the the map. Uh, they'll bounce into you, but 
everything's easy to avoid. This one's probably the easiest fa- uh, boss battle you'll have, I feel like. Yeah, like, you should have started with this. Yes. But the levels are a lot harder than the other ones, because you just get fucking slammed with so much shit. The, yeah, this is almost like the relaxing part of, of this whole entire round, is the snake battle. But they are moving. Their heads are moving all around the map and stuff, and they can kind of get you from wherever. Yeah, you can kind of judge where they're going, though. Yeah. You only have to hit them in the base of the their dicks. Yeah, and, you, and and your normal gun will affect them, so it your doesn't matter. Your normal gun will affect uh, Scarface as well, just as a note there. Yeah, yeah. Then we're going to move on. Then you get to the next part, which is more of the same bullshit that you've been messing with. The, the blue things with the, the lines. What what did we say that those were? Oh, the orbs. There's the, called orbs. The orbs with the little lines coming out of them. Um, you fight all these fuckers. Uh... <sighs> Then you get to the boss, the main main motherfucker you got to fight, which is the evil MC, the host <laughs> of the show. Yeah, the 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 host with the most is what it says in the manual. I think. Eyeballs. <laughs> yes, uh, he's he looks just like the first boss. It's it's that the guy exact with, same thing just reskinned. Yeah. But so. he shoots eyeballs at you instead of lasers, which is fucking terrifying. Right. How many eyeballs do you have, man? <laughs> like, yeah. seriously shooting hundreds of eyeballs at you. Now, he's got the the legs the same as the first guy, like we said, but he's got the suit jacket on. Uh, I mean, it's it's the same. <laughs> there's there's not much different on this one. You blow off his arms, you keep blowing him up, and eventually his suit uh, shirt comes off, and his head bl- blows off. It's, it's the exact same thing. It takes fucking forever. Again grows back again on the bottom of the the tank and then you finally kill him now if you were lucky enough you got to go to the pleasure room or the pleasure dome yeah if you got 10 keys during your run yeah you got to go to the pleasure dome before this which goobs did you see did you get to go to the pleasure dome i have made it to the pleasure dome before i did not do it this time i was (laughs) like once i beat it i'm like okay fuck it so I didn't get 10 keys because the keys are just luck of the draw and i'm not fucking going through every room there's, I'm not doing it. I'm not a completionist with this game. I was just like, okay, let's just get it done. <laughs> so I had to go look up what the Pleasure Dome was. Uh, it is the same as this, the bonus levels, which just show like sprites of a woman, a terrible sprite of a woman, and you just oh, collect- we'll touch on that shortly. I have, yeah. a, I have a hot take on that. Oh, okay. So uh, you just collect them just like the presents and stuff, and that's just more bonus points. Um. This game is, uh, there, there's no save spots on this game and there's no passwords. So you can't just like start where you, where you left off. This is an arcade port. So they're real heavy on the scoreboard. So the points matter in this game. That's all that matters in this game. Oh, you get tons of points, you get millions of points each round. Yeah. Um, now goobs, let's uh, talk about the music in this. What do you think of the music? I actually didn't find it too bad. I wasn't really paying attention too much because I'm more concentrated on the action because <laughs> you have to be like, if you're not focused 100%, don't even fucking bother playing this because you're going to die like ASAP. You're done. You're fucking floating in the water up Styx River. Yeah. Going back to Hades. <laughs> Yeah, the music's fun. Like, I went back and listened to some of it. Oh, it's it, good arcade shooter music, like... Well, and on top of that, it's good, like, game show music. 
Like, it's pretty decent for, like, a game show. So it's like, okay. But I think it's super overshadowed by the sound effects in this game because the sound effects just boom over everything, especially when you get those special weapons and you're hammering down. Oh, yeah. Like the rocket launchers going off, everything. Just loud explosions. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a shame you don't get that music, but, I mean, that's what the gameplay is, just chaos and just constant shooting of shit. And like you, we've touched on a couple times, some of these guns have terrible, terrible, terrible sound effects. So terrible. Yeah, the, the one that comes to mind is that grenade that flies hard and far. Fucking, it's the worst. And then the one sound effect I hate the most is when you beat the level. Like, come on, why does it need to sound like a fucking... Because it's just like a noise of like a, everything tallying up. But when it starts getting weird, when you get a lot of shit, it just starts whistling a high-pitched fucking tone. Like, I swear dogs around the neighborhood are barking. <laughs> it is like, Jen's like, are you fucking kidding me? And like, you can't skip it. She's like, she's like, that's really fucking annoying. I'm like, oh well, yeah, I know. I'm trying to get rid of it. I can't. Sorry, I'm so good at this. <laughs> so I'm so good and I'm just winning. But yeah, no, that was a that was a downfall. Of that fucking noise. Some of the noises in this game. Yeah. Now I oh, will praise voice acting too. <laughs> I was about to say I'm gonna praise it on the voice acting because I did like the voice acting and and it's not like a lot, but as you're killing people and stuff, you'll you'll hear them say "all right" and like you'll hear the which is cool because like I said, the, um, almost like every other room you go into, he kind of he. The the host pops up with these two girls, uh, two hot babes, if I may say so myself. And I have a hot take on that coming up. <laughs> uh, and and he has something to say. Uh, I'll I'll buy that for a dollar. And he he says some, that's hence my name at the beginning of the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's he's got several yeah, things. He'll he say says. some uh, when you get to the bonus rooms of like double your luck and like some stupid shit. Yeah, but I like him. Until he turns into a massive fucking monster at the end. <laughs> now you keep hinting about the graphics. I want to hear what you what you want to say about the graphics. Or Not you necessarily wait? the graphics. I want to say something about the host and the his brother sisters. Okay. <laughs> okay. Those women are not attractive whatsoever. They look like him. Listen, this is the future of 1999. We don't know what the attractiveness. What, we live in fucking Arkansas, fuck our sisters. <laughs> we don't know what the attractiveness is in 1999 in the far distant future. You didn't find anything wrong with the way those women's faces looked. I thought they were lovely young ladies. You're fucked. <laughs> they looked just like him. That's all I saw. Okay, Even Jen thought the same thing. I okay. Here's the things that I, I nicknamed did. them the brother sisters, and every time they come up and like. There's other levels where they zoom right in on the face and they show them bikini. Like the bikini part's fine. When you look up, it's like train wrecks. Like what the fuck happened? Uh, brown bag special. It's <laughs> <laughs> not a paper bag princess. <laughs> Maybe we need a T-shirt with shutters to Robert Munch. <laughs> you probably don't know who that is. No, I don't. We need He's a author. We need a T-shirt with uh, that gr- with that pixel art, but with a paper bag over their heads. <laughs> um, no, I mean, honestly, we appreciate all the woman bodies here, but those faces and those graphics are just fucking. <laughs> we, oh my god! We appreciate the women bodies, but the faces, woof. <laughs> <laughs> no, especially uh, like, come on, man. 
we've played fucking uh, nudie games on here, and for Nintendo, and the girls look better than this. Yeah, that's true, and that's on like NES and stuff. Like if they want to go for a fucking uh, sex appeal and fucking all that shit, like <laughs> I'm sorry if that was your first sexual awakening, because <laughs> 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 uh, there's better options to be had. Right. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's Goobs' hot take on that. I think. It really put me off seeing those faces again. It's like, fuck me. Yeah, they, uh... Now you're never going to be able to unsee. Same with all the listeners. We see that you're going to see his face on their body. (laughs) I'm looking at it now. It is pretty bad. Won't lie. Won't lie. Uh, Okay, but graphics-wise, I feel like this game's not bad. There's a lot of detail in it, but I feel like the sprites don't look that great. Like they're so small and I don't, I don't see how you could do this game with it close. So I, I I understand the choices, but (laughs) yeah. So they had to dumb down the graphics uh, in order to get what they wanted to accomplish. Just like having it like the arcade to keep the fast paced energy going. Cause it's it's not sluggish at all. No, it's really not like it, it, it moves pretty quick. It, It keeps going. Um, yeah, it, you're right. It, it doesn't have any slowdown, so I guess that probably did help. The yeah, I don't mind the graphics being a little duller. You less can tell detail. what the fuck's going on and shit. Like people don't have faces, which is fine. Well, like I said, you're you're pulled back pretty far so you can see the entire room, and the the rooms are detailed enough. Like you you kind of you know what's what, but as long as you can tell yourself apart from an enemy, that's all I fucking care about. Let's go. Yeah. But I, I got a bitch about the uh, the pleasure dome. Those women sprites are. You thought that the woman in the in the picture with the MC host is bad. Wait till you see the pleasure dome. <laughs> like they look like little palm trees or something. It doesn't make sense what they are. Well, I've been to the pleasure dome before. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> shout not out too to, pleasurable. Shout out to Jenny Bean. <laughs> Uh, she already got her shout out earlier. <laughs> you don't want to shout her out on the pleasure dome. <laughs> you can shout her out. She'll probably get offended by it. <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm, I'm deleting all that. No, you're keeping that in there. <laughs> Toby wants to take you to the pleasure dome. Jen. No, I don't. I was saying you, fucker. Uh, anyways, <laughs> she doesn't want me in the pleasure dome. <laughs> it's a it's a short short trip to the pleasure dome. <laughs> <laughs> you're mad at someone so anyways <laughs> fuck man uh it's getting cold out i think i'm gonna get some logs to put in the fireplace oh yeah yeah uh you're up in canada so it must be pretty chilly i'm down here in texas where it's basically still a desert in the winter gonna put some uh fire logs in my igloo Okay, well, uh, I mean, yeah, get your get yourself warm so you can come back and, and we'll finish this episode up, man. Yes, sir. I'll be back in two shakes of a moose antler. Cool. Well, since Goobs is gone, I, I guess I'll... Uh, I've been reading this new book from one of our past guests, Patrick Hickey Jr., and uh, it's, it's called The Minds Behind Sports Games. It's just a bunch of uh, interviews with... Uh, Cult classic video games and stuff. Uh, I've been reading it though, so I, uh, good thing I got this blue bookmark right here. I'll just move this bookmark and get back to my page. Ew! Why is this bookmark slimy? I hope it didn't get on the pages of this brand new book that I got. Ooh. 
Ew. I'm like, gonna wipe this I'm off. You put me in a book. I got fucking text all over my dick, Toby. Oh, ew, it's Goob's genie. Oh, Oh, no. If you ruin this book, you're gonna have to buy me another one. You already ruined it. Look at my ink thing. Uh, you know what? Since you're here, we were playing this game called Super Smash TV. It is a hard, hard game. Do you know any cheats by chance to you help us? Hard, can you read this text? I, you know what? I don't, put that here, away. Let me fold it up for you. I'll read it to you. There's actually a code written on it. Ooh. Oh. I was thinking it was going to be lettering from the book, but if it's code. Today. A cheaty, a cheaty weenie. Okay. So if you want extra license continues, Ooh, we all know you do, Toby. I do. And the game's sled screen press left, left, up, down, L, R, up. Ooh. Then we'll open up a little menu and you'll get more cheats. So you can get yourself more continues and more lives. Ooh, live longer, Damn. live harder. I, that's exactly what I need to do because this game was really hard. Have you ever played it? Ooh, yes. You sound like you were struggling a lot. I can give you another cheat, too. Ooh. Okay, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, why not? This is a two for This is a DP of cheats. Ooh, inky dinky. Ugh. At the, at the same screen, press LR, LLR. Oh, sorry, that's for a sound test. You get three cheats today. Ooh, wish it's coming free. <laughs> Well, thank you, Goob Genie. I appreciate that. Ooh, for level select. Ooh. Okay. Press on the same screen. Ooh. Press right, right, up, down. R, L. Nice. You can pick whatever level you want to go to. Your cheating heart desires. Ooh. You, you know what, Goob Genie? Uh, you have all these cheats for Super Nintendo. Uh, I, I accidentally played the Sega version. Uh, do you have any cheats for the Sega version? Nope, there is none. Ooh. Wait, well, why, what? Why? There's none? There's no cheats, no. Just use your three buttons and fuck off. You know what? I don't like... You know what? You were giving me helpful advice, and now you're being rude. You need to just go. You need to just Ooh, be gone. for an ink-dink slap. Ink-a-dinky-doo. Ouch. Ouch. Stop. Get the... Out of here. Got... This print is on your face now. Now I'm... I'm all over your face. I've been genie-stamped. Get out of here. Go. Get out. Be gone. Here, taste paint. Gross. I hope it didn't, like, leave a blue mark on my face. Fucking disgusting. Ugh, is that, like, moldy nastiness? No, well, these logs are pretty fresh. I just cut them myself. What are you talking about moldy nastiness for? What the fuck is all over your face? Uh, I mean, it's... it's... Why does it say NBA Jam on there? Uh, do you hear some fun facts? It's time for Fun Facts with Toby. Pling! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Degeneration X. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for everyone's favorite game show, not Smash TV, but how much is this game? This is a game show where Goops, that's me, is going to try to guess the price of these games. First off, we're going to go with a loose Super Nintendo cartridge. It's just the cartridge. Goops, how much do you think it goes for? Uh, let's go for 18 buckaroos there, cowboy. All right, now Goops has the $5 window. If he's within $5, he still gets the point that does not fucking matter. 
Boobs, you said 18 This game goes for $28. Ah, 10 bucks. $10 window. I win. <laughs> it's not how it works. All right. Complete in box. That means you get the cardboard box, the manual, and the cartridge. How much do you think complete in box? Well, let's go for 41 41 It goes for 72 Jesus Murphy. Now, real quick, I'm going to make you do the Sega Genesis one also, but then I'm just going to give you the, the uh, Game Gear and uh, the original NES. Okay. Sega Genesis loose, how much do you think it goes for? 16 bucks. Almost on the money. It goes for $15. Loose. Okay. Complete in box, how much do you think it goes for? This uh, is the clamshell case, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, the manual and Except the Sega Genesis. Anything else, so I'm going to say... It goes to right down 25 a quarter. It goes for $40. Oh. Huh. Yeah. So. Uh, box must be worth a lot because that game was <laughs> fucking cheap in comparison. Well, if you think about it, complete in box for the Super Nintendo, it's 72 you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so game is always cheaper for some fucking reason. For, yeah. For some games. Game Gear. The loose copy goes for $11. The complete in box goes for $31. I would have got that. NES, the loose one goes for $11. And the complete in box goes for $48. You're supposed to say you would have got that one too. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. So, some other fun facts I got for you, Goobs. The announcer in this game is voiced by sound designer Paul Hetchit. You were close. Paul Hetchit. Shit. Uh, the script was created by the game's sole composer and sound designer, John Hay. Good job, John Hay. <laughs> uh, originally, the arcade Ready game. In the key of Hay. <laughs> <laughs> this one's really interesting. Uh, originally, the arcade game shipped without the Pleasure Dome bonus uh, because they thought that people weren't going to be able to beat this game to get to the Pleasure Dome, like collect all the keys and stuff. So it still has like the it mentions it in the text and everything, and people were pissed when they didn't get to go to the pleasure dome, and they went to the arcade owners and they were like, "Hey, where's this pleasure dome?" So they had to ship out new ones, new arcade machines with the pleasure dome. <laughs> so yeah, well, if you're gonna take the pleasure dome out, take the keys out too, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't even mention the pleasure dome. <laughs> I wouldn't even gone and said something. <laughs> Well, I guess if you beat if you spent fucking twenty dollars on getting to the end, yeah, I guess you're gonna say something. Yeah, well, I mean, they just thought that no one was gonna do it. You know, I mean, it's a hard ass game. No, oh, people always beat anything, no matter how fucking hard it is. Yeah, just like my yeah, hey. So the next fun fact, uh, this one's actually the funnest fact I got. This was John Tobias's first video game to work on. Oh, you may know him from a little game called Mortal Kombat. I'm surprised we haven't got one of the characters. Right? We might have. I just might not recognize it because the graphics. <laughs> so, uh, apparently he was actually uh, wanting to be a comic book artist and was actually working on the real Ghostbusters comic book series before he joined Midway and, and worked on this project. Um, which is... He he ended up getting into video games because he just... He was like, oh, this is more advanced... Uh, art that I can do, so that's why he changed to uh, from comic book artist to video game artist. And legend was born. Yep. 
1992 Williams arcade game Total Carnage shares many elements that this Smash TV does and uh, was also programmed by Turnmill. Uh, but this is not a true sequel. It just it's like a spiritual successor. And it looks kind of fun. It it plays the same, but it's like the the whole game is scrolling upwards too. So okay, there's more to it. It's not just like a blocked off room. Now the play mechanic is similar to a earlier game called Robotron 2084. Yes, it's got the dual joysticks as well. So Robotron's awesome. Is it? I've never played that one. It's just classic, classic arcade. So, uh, you know, it, and we talked about it earlier. This it's, It borrows elements from Running Man and RoboCop. Here's what I thought was different, because I did play the Sega version by accident for a, f- for a little bit. <laughs> the only major differences I noticed um, were obviously the controls. You know, I told you all about that, how the controls are different, because there's only three buttons. On the Super Nintendo, you can pick a difficulty setting, which is not in the Sega version. When I saw that, I was like, shit, yeah. And that's <laughs> I was uh, thought I'd have a better chance. Yeah, but once you do, as soon as you do it on easy, it's like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it says, once fuck you. you. The first level, it's like, nope, play on normal. <laughs> yep. Just like all games, that's, you know what? I didn't even play on easy just because I figured that's what was going to happen. So I played on normal. I did just to see if I could just have an easy playthrough. Nope. <laughs> never. Never easy. So, uh, in the Super Nintendo version, you start with five lives. In the Sega, you start with seven. But the Super Nintendo gives you four continues, while the Sega only has one. Sweet. You get a disadvantage with the controls and the fucking life. <laughs> uh, now, here's where Sega might have a point. The colors are darker on the Super Nintendo, and it's much brighter on the Sega version. So you know how I was talking about that shrapnel? It's it's so small and hard to see. Yeah. It's nice, big, chunky pixels on the Sega, and you can... Yeah, that one thing's not going to sell me on it. <laughs> no, but it is brighter. It's a little bit brighter. Um, now, the, the, this is the real thing that I thought would have been much cooler for the Super Nintendo, is the transitions from room to room. In the Super Nintendo version, you just go to room to room. In the Sega version, it's like you're walking. It shows you like kind of walk through a hallway and it shows like uh, like the the crew, like the TV crew, like on catwalks and stuff like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that one's pretty cool. Um, And the pleasure room, pleasure dome, whatever. the, The sprites look different on the Sega, looks much better on the Sega. And uh, really all I got left is the Amiga version scored at 895 out of a possible 1,000 on the U- in a UK magazine review. So it was pretty high up there. games out of 1,000? Who has that many fingers? <laughs> right? We would never be able to rate on a 1,000 scale. Fuck. Uh, I mean, quick math, it's an 8.9. That's what they rated it. Uh, the Spectrum... Still, just try to make your, your rating system sound better. We're, we're out of 1,000. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're better than everyone else. <laughs> uh, the Spectrum magazine Crash awarded the ZX version a 97%, making it a Crash Smash. Well, 97 or 970 out of 1,000? <laughs> yeah. 
1997, Electronic Gaming Monthly listed Smash TV as the sixth best arcade game of all time. And then in 2004, Smash TV was inducted into GameSpot's list of the greatest games of all time. So, that's it. That's all I got for fun facts, Goobs. Well, there's only one thing to do now, Toby. Oh, I think we're going to do a lot of this. What is it? It's time to motherfucking rage. Oh, come on! Ah! This is the Rage Meter, where we're going to take a 1 to 10 rating and tell you how pissed off it makes us. How pissed off, Goobs? So pissed off, you want to get a jar of peanut butter and just lather yourself and then jump into a pit of fucking junkyard dogs, JYDs, and let them rip you apart, and then try to run away naked while you're holding your sausage. It's rageful. (laughs) Well, we flipped a coin off air, and Goobs actually watched the coin flip (laughs) to verify. This time, I didn't cheat this time. He says, but he uses a virtual coin. I use an app. Fucking millennial. <laughs> Not a millennial. Come on now. All right, Goobs, you won the twin cost. Twin. The twin. Well, the, the twin toss. The twin toss. <laughs> you won the fucking coin toss. Now you're going to yeah, go no, first. I'm the twin cost winner. <laughs> twin cost. Okay. Uh, give us your rage, please. Oh, the rage you won. Hmm. Uh, one. No. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You made me mad just saying one. <laughs> right from the get-go, you're going to feel the rage. Until you get to learn the buttons, of course. Because if you go in and you're expecting a twin-stick shooter and you're playing with a thing that has one joystick, yeah, guess what? you got to figure something out. So you got to start pushing buttons. So you start pushing buttons. And... I didn't find the controls to be too rageful. I know you probably will, because you're going to probably still have some aftermath from the Sega game you played. <laughs> but then you get into the core of the game, and it's just non-stop bullshit. And, like, I play these kind of games now. As I mentioned in this episode, is probably why I enjoy these kind of games, which is fucked. But going back and playing this one, I remember being a lot fucking easier than it was. It's not the case. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking or what kind of memories I had. <laughs> Maybe because I'm playing with other people and that might have been easier, but I have a feeling if you play with more people or play with a co-op with a partner or whoever, I feel I'm just going to add more enemies on it. The waves were relentless as all fucking hell. Like we mentioned, we spent sometimes 10, 15 minutes in one fucking room. Yeah. And like, when's this going to end? You got guys coming out, the shrapnel dudes. You got guys in tanks fucking rolling out on you, snake fuckers. There's a, it's just absolutely nonstop. You got to be on your tippy toes here. And your power-ups, I wish they'd last longer. They'll uh, pretty much start blinking right away. They'll go solid. They'll blink like three or four times. Go solid again for one second exactly. And then disappear. So if you die and there's that one power-up or extra life that you want, you better fucking beeline it there while you have that little bit of invincibility when you respawn or else you're not getting it. And it's gone for good to the depths of hell. <laughs> the bosses. Yeah. Take way too fucking much damage. And the fact the first boss in the fucking game does not let you use your own fucking, like, your main weapon against it. You have to wait for power-ups to pop up. It's fucking bullshit. 
This guy's attacking me. Non fucking stop shooting lasers out of his fucking goddamn fucking Brock Lesnar eyes. His toes are <laughs> shooting fucking guns at me. His arms are flailing around, throwing shit. And uh, I, I can't even hit him with my main fucking weapon. I have to wait for something. That's bullshit. If if I was in a war, I wouldn't be waiting around. I'm going to climb up there and shoot him in the fucking eyes myself with my gun. Because eyes are penetrable by anything, including bullets. But yeah, it's infuriating as all hell when you fight that guy. Because he, he, I'm not even joking. He takes about 10 minutes, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, no, all the, each fucking room takes about 10 to 15 minutes, each fucking boss takes about 15 minutes, it's just miserable. And, like, he's the worst, like, why start it off on such a hard difficult factor, you like, sure you don't have to go through as many rooms to get to him, but you could have, like, at least dropped the time in half and fucking take, make him take less damage, like, we, the boss has fucking, like, five or six forms, it's like, are you fucking kidding me now? Yeah, it drags on a little too much. I found that to be a little bit, uh... I found that to be a little bit of rage-inducing. Going onwards with that, can't really complain about the sprites too much. I kind of like them besides the brother-sisters. <laughs> Fuck them. Give me nightmares. <laughs> I had nightmares of them, uh... in a massage parlor I don't want to talk about. <laughs> it wasn't a happy ending, I'll tell you that. But then, uh... Gross. <laughs> That's he not ended a true up, story. He ended up popping up in it too, the, the MC. Oh, he, he was the only good part. He's the one that actually made the happy ending. Good stuff. I'll buy that for a dollar. And you're like, you damn right you will. The sound effects of the grenades and the whistling mentioned before. Absolutely yep. fucking terrible on the ears. It's worse than Toby uh, yelling, How much is this game? I've never done that. You've done that quite a bit. Everyone has complained. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, fucking, the controls are pretty tight, the music was pretty good, sound effects, yeah, I mentioned that. So, yeah, I'm gonna just stop it right there, I'll leave some meat on the bone for you, Toby, because I hate when you take all the meat off my bone, <laughs> and I will give this a 7.5 on the rage meter. Okie dokie, bullet hell. Bullet fucking hell. Enemy hell. Swarms of enemies. This sounds like a fucking slam poetry kind of thing. <laughs> enemies coming left and right. I don't have the will to fight. No, okay, don't William like Shatter. <laughs> uh, I fucking hated the shrapnel, guys. That fucking little piece of shrapnel would get me every fucking time. I would have to specifically seek them out and kill them. Otherwise, they'd get me. Um, again, <laughs> I can't rate the Sega version, but, but that was part of my rage in this experience, <laughs> is that that version was so bad, uh, I would suggest that you stay away from that version at all costs if you want to play this game. Um, the enemies just taking forever. I mean, you touch on all the good stuff, like just enemies taking forever and... The music being pointless, they might as well have not had the music. They could have saved the space on not having the music since there were so many fucking grenade sounds and stuff, and they could have probably added a different enemy or something, or a different kind of level. It would have been nice to have a little bit of variety. I feel like it was the same repetitive bullshit over and over, which I get it, but at the same time, it's like, give me something, like, different. Um... <sighs> 
Yeah, I don't. You you touch on everything. You got all all the meat on this bone, baby. Uh, I'm gonna give this an eight. I think it's a fucking hard game. Makes me mad. It's an eight. Now, are you ready to move on into the overall rating, Goobs? We're gonna give it a one to ten on how good we think this game was. One being it's a poor piece of shit game that should have never been made. Ten being it's the best game we've ever played. Goobs, I get to go first because your bitch ass went first on the rage meter. Okay. These aren't my typical styles of games, okay? The only other game that I've ever played, and I've played this one before, is a game called Kitten Squad, and it's on PS4, the Switch, Xbox, it's on everything. Um, Kitten Squad? Yeah, it's pretty fun. It was a, I think it was free, I think PETA put it out. <laughs> yeah, PETA, because you're freeing animals. Um, so that's really my only other experience besides Smash TV for this kind of, of game. I like the Super Nintendo version for sure. That's one we're, we're rating, obviously. Um, I think it was clever what they did with the buttons. I think it, it worked. I don't think they should have ported it to any other system, but anything that had four buttons uh, similar to the Nintendo, Super Nintendo. Um, I feel like they stretched out the levels. I think every level, every boss was just stretched out to the fucking, just to make the game longer. It didn't make it more pleasurable. It just made it fucking longer and more yeah. like. I understand in the arcade, that's one thing. They want the quarters, right? But on this, yeah. there's no reason for it. Uh, I did like the music, but you don't hear it. Uh, the sound effects are kind of garbage. The one thing I will say about like the change up is in one one I can't think of any other room now again if you go through the different rooms there might be other obstacles and shit like that but one room that you have to go through has like a square like cut out of it where it looks like sound engineers or something like for the TV show are yeah that's in the orb room yes and I thought that was cool and I was expecting more of that kind of stuff like obstacles to kind of give you a smaller area to fight in and I was kind of disappointed that there wasn't. It just came back up to the open square. On that note, I got one thing to you. I want to know if you had this experience. I just uh, remember. Sorry to cut you off for a second. No, you're fine. So, you know, when you're on the levels there, did you ever have a dead zone? A dead zone? No. What? What's that? Like, no, like where you can't grab shit. Like at the bottom part of the level, there'll be money there or weapons that I want. And it would be a good, uh, probably about a half inch to an inch. You know you what? Can't get down there. Yeah, there was a spot where I couldn't get stuff on the very edge. Enemies walking around down there. You just couldn't get there. Yes, I did have that problem too. I, I just figured it was, it just spawned too Sorry, far off. I died in my rage meter, but uh, I just remember now. Yeah, uh, I did have that issue. I want um, to see if you had that as well, or it was just me. Yeah, I, but I do wish that there was more, like, blocks and stuff, like, to change the room up. Like, maybe a square taken out of the middle of the room where you can't go in the middle. Uh, I mean, it would have made it a little more difficult, but cut down on some of the waves of enemies, and it would have been kind of a fun challenge. Up that we can get behind to kind of block the enemies? or Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff that I feel like they could have done to change it up a little bit rather than just a square room with designs in it, you know? And they did it once that I know of. Uh, the enemies took too fucking long. I just didn't... 
Overall, my experience was not real great with this, like actually playing through all the way. This is a fun game, I feel like, for about 10 minutes, maybe 20 minutes, and then you're just like, okay, this is the same shit over and over. And then when you get to the bosses, it's really discouraging because it's like, fuck, is this motherfucker ever going to die so I can get a break? And there's no breakup. Like, it'd be cool if there was some kind of... In the Running Man, you know, there's there's a pause. (laughs) That's all I got. Yes, but like in the Running Man, there's like he goes down the little bobsled thing, you know, in the movie The Running Man. Uh, They could have copied something like that to where to get to the next room, you had to fucking I don't know, just anything to break up the the same over and over gameplay. Um, I did like the sprites. The sprites, I, I just don't think. I get it. They were. See, they remind me of Gauntlet, so that wasn't an issue to me. I just, I feel like some of the sprites were just wonky as hell. You said Could nutcrackers. Yes. You said nutcrackers for the shrapnel people, and I was just like, it shouldn't even look like nutcrackers. It should look. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I wasn't wild about the uh, graphics. Uh, overall, I think it's a fun game to try, and it would have been a lot more fun to play with a buddy. I think I think I'd give this game about a seven. I'm gonna stick with a seven because it's not go much lower than a seven. <laughs> well, I I can appreciate I'm what the game. Of you giving it a four? No, I can appreciate the game for what it is, and it does play well, and it is beatable. You know, it's just it's just so drug out, and uh, but I can see where this like would like you said the the bullet hell games. This can this would be like the start of a, a love of that kind of game back in the day. Yeah, um, like I, I didn't play Robotron until I was a bit older in life. I played this beforehand, but the same sort of shit. Right. I don't know. I just I think a seven is pretty fair. I know it was getting like higher, like close to like nines and stuff in in past reviews. Uh, I just I don't think. I feel like 20 minutes of it and you can play it and then you'll be like, okay, I get it. I don't need to play it anymore. You can't get the full gist of it, though. I know. I know, but that's that's really all I want to play, but it's not a bad game overall. So, 7. I might give it a 6.5 if I keep talking, or a (laughs) 6, but I'm going to give it a 7 right now. I'm feeling generous. Okay, it's time for me to go. So, I'll start off by saying I just had a fucking brilliant thought in my head. There we go. It's back now. <laughs> Alright, it's a six now. It's a six now. You took so long. Ah, fucking eat a dick. Or a bag of them. <laughs> six You're gonna five. make me forget my fucking thought again. So, we always complain on here when enemies don't really change up and they're stuck in the same thing over and over and over again. This game changes them up. They don't really change the colors too much. But you get the add-on new enemies pretty much every level. Or every room sometimes, they'll add on a whole bunch of new shit. And then I love how they had snakes in this, because Toby hates them. So that's a extra <laughs> You know what? We're going down to six again. We are going down <laughs> to six. And the boss is a two-headed two snake coming out of a glory hole. Five. And you got snake men that Toby thought they were wizards just to hide up his fear of snakes. Four. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I really enjoyed my playthrough of this. It was frustrating the first time. And then I... Uh, Got the hang of it. I sat down today before we recorded, jammed out for fucking two and a half hours after I got home from work and uh, ran through it and fucking had a blast. Got you very used to everything that's going on. The sure the relentless hordes are a thing, but bullet hell fans will get used to that. And like I said, it's like a roguelike to me. That's how I thought of this. 
by playing it recently. So I'm like, okay, fuck yeah, let's just go, man. I just thought it was randomly created levels and whatever happens, happens. Throw caution to the wind, let's fucking smash some TVs and look at some brother sisters. <laughs> but yeah, no, I really enjoyed it. The music was pretty banging on some parts. Some of them I didn't notice because I was too fucking focused. Once I streamline into a game, it's done. Sometimes I don't notice some things, as you guys know. <laughs> but then, uh, graphics weren't that shitty. Some of them were, some weren't. But I'm, uh, not going down the middle here. I'm just going to end this quickly, and I'm going to give it an 8. I had a lot of fun playing it. A uh, little bit of nostalgia in there. I played the arcade game quite a bit. This ain't as good as that in my mind, but it's up there. It's very playable. If you have a friend, sit down, play, man, do some co-op couch shit once you're able to. But uh, <laughs> just uh, have some fun with it. Smash some TVs. Hopefully you don't get frustrated like Toby and whip your controller through yours. <laughs> I, I'm going to say that mine is, I think the more I think about it, I think a 6.5 is, is where I would officially land. I know that's shitty for me to drop it, but like, like no, I said, fine. we can drop or raisin. Well, the more I think about it, like it's just so fucking long. It's just just it is long. It is repetitive, but I knew what I was getting into. I just had that mindset of like, okay, this is what I want to do right now. This is the kind of game I want to play. Yeah, it, it, and it, it fulfilled that on every level. Yeah, and again, it, there's plenty of people that love this kind of like repetitive, you know, it keeps you busy and it's constant. It is fucking constant. Um, me, like I like you to have like, say you come home, you had a hard day at work and your mind won't stop going, which is my mind most of the time. It just goes on about shit that's not needed, senseless shit, but then it keeps going and going and then you start worrying about shit, right? But then this game, no, no nothing at all. <laughs> You're focused. You, you're 100% in. And uh, sometimes you need that clarity. And sometimes video games can bring that to you. Not just this game. A whole bunch of different video games. Holy fuck, I sound like a prophet right now. <laughs> the prophet goobs. <laughs> well, you gave it an 8. I'm giving it an official 6.5. And together, we're giving it a 7.25. Which I think is fair. I think that's that's probably more fair to, to what I think. Yeah. Got anything to say, Prophet Goobs? Uh, no. <laughs> that was very profitable. I can probably think of something. <laughs> Do not wipe ass and smell finger. Finish him. So this is the end of the show, and we're gonna wrap everything up. But first. We get some special kind of loving from some of our patrons. So yeah, we're going to give the love on thick. <laughs> we're going to give some special lovings back to our special like patrons. A song we should write special lovings from secret levels. Ooh. Give you secret kisses. Ooh, underneath your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> underneath your clothes I don't know I was just trying to be sexy and then that's the first thing I thought of (laughs) okay so pants this time (laughs) anyways uh, if you join our Patreon which is 
patreon.com slash badsecretmedia. Uh, you can support our show, and we have all kinds of cool uh, extra goodies that we post, little mini-sodes and behind-the-scenes stuff. Lots of extra content, lots and lots of extra content, and it supports our show. Um, Goobs, we're going to have a theme for our listeners uh, that we're shouting out. What is the theme of this episode? Well, since this was Tobias's first uh, game that he worked on, let's do fucking Mortal Kombat 1 characters. Ooh, okay, let's perfect. Up. Let's do something fucking completely random. <laughs> John Tobias worked on this game, and now we're going to use his best creation to name our patrons. All right, first off, we've got the Masked Llama. Oh, shit, he's starting it out. I'm going, I'm, I'm mixing it up on you. Oh, shit. He's, uh... I'll say he's Scorpion. Ooh, Scorpion. What about Fat Shags? Fat Shags? He can be Kano. Okay. Kano Molly. Has kind of an accent. <laughs> Perfect. Molly Smith. Sony Blaze, of course. Ah. Well, those death kisses. <laughs> Trey Dishman. Trey Dishman can be Lucan. All right. Chris Copeland of the Retro Hangover Podcast. He's totally Johnny Cage. Totally. I'm his, I'm his number one fan. And then we've got Keith Gasper of the Main Quest Podcast. Keith is Shing Sung. Oh. He can, he can change into anyone I want, huh? I think Toby's more interested in you now. <laughs> uh, we've got a new patron, Martin Long. Martin Long? He can be Goro. Nice. And then, last, but not really, eh, last, <laughs> Caleb. Oh, he's totally raiding, because when he shoots the lightning bolts off, those are tall fingers. Ooh, them tall hands. Oh, up in this bitch. Alright, those are our patrons. You can go to patreon.com slash badsecretmedia or you can go to badsecretmedia.com Check out all of the extra links that we have to Secret Levels, Secret Transmission, The Derailers. Those are our other shows. Check them out. Uh, I'm also, check, check it out. There's also links to the other show I'm on called The Selling Out Show where I get too personal and tell too many secrets of my life if you want to hear them. <laughs> um and then goobs we have our own instagrams and twitters what is yours fuck yeah we do mine's uh goobs at goobs wn and my instagram and twitter is at toby von doom and you can add me on the recently new uh xbox well i have a hand-me-down for my son but uh this goobs wn on uh xbox there Nice. I'm Toby Von Doom, but my Xbox One just shit out on me the other day, so, eh, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Toby Von Doom won on PlayStation, so, you know, whatever. Uh, If you join the Discord, you can get all of our fucking, uh... Our tags. Tags in there. Meet a whole bunch of friends, because just join the motherfucking Discord. What are you waiting for? You're sitting around. There's nothing to do. There's fucking lockdowns everywhere. You need some friends to talk to you? You know what? Come over here. Come look at my trench coat. Lots of friends. Look at all these friends in here. You need to get some friends? Got some friends. Come join the family in the fucking Discord. That was the creepiest fucking promo I've ever did. But you know what? 
The Discord members will appreciate that. Come in there and see some fucked up shit. Play some games with us. Talk. Have some friendly conversations. Hell, we even get emotional in there sometimes. All sorts of shit happens in the motherfucking Discord. Come join in. And you can talk about Toby and tell him to fucking stream or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a link in the show Toby's notes. Toby's new streaming cream. <laughs> there's a link in the show notes. So uh, please join the Discord. Chat with us. Uh, we have a good time in there. Constantly can- in there. Like... Even the beans in there. We got tons of friends. Have you heard on episodes before? Just come talk. Everyone's friendly. The water's yeah. fine. Jump in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. So just seek out Secret Levels on the Facebooks. We have an Instagram and a Twitter. Twitter at Secret Levels Pod. <laughs> at Secret Levels Pod. Um, yeah, well, we're all over the place. Uh, check us out and Goobs. Support us. How can you support us in another way that's not Patreon or anything else? You can be like the bra for our man titties and you can support us. You can go to tpublic.com slash user slash secret levels and get one of our one of our beautiful t-shirts and put on one of your beautiful chests. Yes. And you can also rate this podcast to whatever you seem. What level of likeness you like us. We hope if it's a five. Like us, rate us a five. Like it's opposite day. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if it's not opposite day, also rate us a five. Yeah, because... it's only opposite day if you hate us. <laughs> hate this podcast. Yeah, if you like it, then you like it. <laughs> I'm glad the haters got all the way to the end to be like, you know what? I do hate this podcast. Fuck these guys. <laughs> but it's fucking opposite day. <laughs> it's opposite day, so I guess, I don't know. Whatever. I really hope to see a review like, I fucking hate you guys. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't say that. Someone will write it, and then we'll have to be like, no, that's a joke from the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, show us some love. Uh, hit us up. Talk to us. And, uh, you know. We're starting off the new year with a bang, I feel like. You know, Goobs? Yeah, it's it only downhill from here. <laughs> Game over, folks! <laughs> I'm really proud of the Inky Dinky. <laughs> and it's got the ju- the It's got the dual jewel. God damn it. It's got the dual joysticks as well, so this is the coin. <laughs> Call it now. Tails. Okay, you go first. <laughs> you right. Coin flipping app. I thought you're flipping an actual coin. No, <laughs> no, because then I might have to chase it. Oh my god, haven't you not mastered this skill over the fucking years? I mean, I have, but I just, shut up. I never drop a coin. Ooh, Billy Badass here, never drop a coin. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) You can probably flip it up in the air and shoot it with your guns, you fucking cowboy. (laughs) Cow daddy. You lose.